Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about delivering tough feedback. Rich, the CFO of his division, is a caring, empathic guy who excels in many ways. In the final minutes of a coaching session, he happened to mention he was about to give some tough feedback to one of his direct reports. I asked if I could help. He rolled his eyes and he said, Oh, it's a long story. The only part of his story that was really long was how long he'd been putting off delivering any feedback to this woman. Four people had already left her department because of her, but he was only now taking action. He was rightly embarrassed to have avoided the situation for so long. When I asked what had stopped him from intervening sooner, he said, She's going to go nuclear when she hears this. Yeah, she might, I said, but it's your job to manage her. Rich thought he wasn't giving his feedback to this woman because she would react badly. I disagree. I think he wasn't giving his feedback to her because he couldn't manage his own discomfort and because he didn't have good tools to manage her if she did react badly. Rich is not alone. Some of the excuses I hear about why people don't give feedback, and I hear a lot of them, are, he should know better, I shouldn't have to tell him. It's just not safe to mention this. He'll go ballistic. I'm afraid of hurting her feelings. I don't want to appear controlling. If I tell him, he won't like me. It won't make any difference. She's not going to change. These excuses are attempts to justify why we don't give tough feedback, and not one of them is legitimate. The only legitimate reason for withholding feedback is if your intention is to hurt, punish, or humiliate the receiver. Assuming that's not the case with you, here are three actions to take to overcome your reluctance to delivering tough feedback. First, think back in your own life. Who helped you grow and become the successful professional you are today? A scout leader or sports coach, an early mentor? Whoever it was, think how they made a difference for you. Did they tiptoe around you, fearful you'd collapse in the face of a challenge? Or did they assume you were healthy and resilient? The image they had of you affected the image you had of you. Wouldn't you like to leave that sort of legacy with the people around you? To do so, you have to believe your feedback is an appropriate challenge that will ultimately help the person develop. Second, ask yourself... What is your real intention? Do you genuinely want to help the other person succeed and grow? If so, why would you withhold your feedback from them? Once you know your intention, it's often helpful to state what your intention is and what it's not. It might sound like this. I want to share some feedback with you. My intention is to help you in an area that I think is important for your success, it's not my intention to sound harsh or to put you on the defensive. Third, clarify the feedback you want to give before you give it. Ask yourself this. If they could apply what you're telling them, would they perform better? If so, why would you withhold your feedback? Thinking about whether your feedback can be applied helps you make sure your feedback is specific and measurable. Listen to this. Sometimes you've got a really bad attitude. 
That feedback is neither specific nor measurable. Now listen to this. Many times, you don't speak respectfully to other team members during staff meetings. That feedback is well on its way to being both specific and measurable. To really hit the mark, you still would have to define what it sounds like to speak respectfully. Whether you're uncomfortable giving feedback or not, improving performance is one of your most important responsibilities as a manager. Here, in summary, are the three steps that will help you execute your responsibilities with excellence. Number one, recall how direct, honest feedback has helped you in your development. Number two, ask yourself, what is my real intention in delivering this feedback? And then tell them that. Number three, ask yourself, if they could do this, would they improve? Make sure you're being specific and measurable. Many of our podcasts, like this one, have tools to help you be effective in difficult conversations. Three in particular are handling defensive behaviors, giving powerful feedback, and discussing difficult behaviors. You can find these podcasts and all our other podcasts on our website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's dot com. From our homepage, click the navigation button marked Coaching Tips. That will take you to a searchable archive of our podcasts and years of executive coaching tips. The podcasts I just mentioned can all be found under the search criteria Feedback. When you're in the archive, you can also download free PDFs of every tip to save for yourself or forward to others. Our podcasts are also available through iTunes. Just search for the look and sound of leadership. Until next time, this is Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.